At least somebody still cares about the Raiders. People are dying to get to Oakland to play for the Raiders. Sure, John. No, careers are dying when they get to the Raiders. That's what's happening. Got a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Kiss. 745. You need to go to sportssc.com and know the keyword. And while you're there as an added bonus, you can also just look how good we look in our Halloween costumes. You ran into Jeff Horton for the first time yesterday (laughs) over at San Diego State, and you were in costume. I was. How embarrassing was this? It was pretty embarrassing, I think. I don't know, but Coach Horton, he kind of seems like he'd be a uh, Thomas Magnum, Magnum PI fan, the legitimate 1980 to 88 show that ran for eight years. Well, let's ask him. Coach Horton, did you recognize? Good morning, first off. Happy Thursday to you. It's Inspirational Thursday. We don't do the I love you, but we still love you. (laughs) Running into Judson Richards for the first time yesterday. Were you uh, embarrassed for him? How'd you how'd you feel how'd you feel about him in costume? Uh, digging it, digging it. He was he was he was styling. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's uh, he always thinks that. Rocky Long said he oversold it a little bit on the show yesterday. Follow Coach Coach Horton by the way on Twitter at Coach Horton SDSU. I never even think that coaches have to have Twitter accounts, but it's kind of part of recruiting now so this is crazy we got into social media yesterday because mike gundy oklahoma state made some hilarious fart noises when talking about (laughs) twitter what are the positives what are the negatives of that being a part of your life right now and did you ever imagine it was going to be this big of a part of your life no it's it's totally different obviously i've been coaching a long time uh what 38 years now and you know i used to actually talk to people nowadays it's more either Twitter or just texting. So that that part's really changed, but you have to be on it because that's the way, uh, you know, our young people today communicate. And like Coach Long always says, you know, it's it's, it's their world. We're just living in it. So we got to be able to adjust and communicate with them. And, and uh, you know, that's the way, um, you know, we reach out to them and talk to them a lot. I still believe in the old-fashioned phone call. I like talking to people, but, uh, you know, it's not as much as it used to be. Coach, I'd be one of those young people because I'd rather text than talk on the phone. I know Judson's the same way. So (laughs) when you reach out and you try to call somebody, do the kids pick up or do they just answer your text message afterwards? You know, surprisingly, most of them pick up. If they don't don't get it, they call back. Um, But with the, you know, we're allowed only once a week, you know, right now during this period, it's a non-contact period. So, you know, being able to just uh, to text them also is good. And you, you, I can always text out and say, hey, could give me a buzz if I talked to them already that week on the phone, and then that way they can call me and it doesn't count. San Diego State Offense Coordinator Jeff Horton with us on Action 1360. The Aztecs 6-2 and two on the year. New Mexico this weekend in New Mexico coming up at 7.30 on Action 1360. Pre-game begins at 5.30. Jeff, before we look ahead uh, to the Lobos and what's going on with the quarterback position, just a quick look back. When you went back and watched the film, you guys put up 24 points, and that's you know one of the highest over the course of the season. But you were shut out in the second half. Where, where were your biggest frustrations uh, in, that, in the second half production offensively? Yeah, in the first half, we moved the ball really good. I thought we really kept them off balance. Uh, went up and down the field several times. Second half, we just seemed to set ourselves back a lot. We got over the 50 several times into some positive scoring range and either through a penalty or just, you know, lack of uh, good play calling by me. Obviously, we didn't seem to, to capitalize on, on any of our possessions there. And really disappointed late. Defense got us the ball back twice there at the end of the game with the chance to go get a touchdown to win. I really felt we were going to win it to that last pass, 
you know, hit the ground because we'd seen that a couple years ago against Wyoming. If you remember, we went 99 yards to tie it right at the end of the game. Obviously, this one would have won it if we caught it. There's the, the rebound. Some people call it Hail Mary pass. But, you know, we just uh, set ourselves back. We got to really look at that because we've, you know, we've been good in red zone scoring, but we haven't been good scoring touchdowns. And we've had field goals, thank goodness, for Johnny Barron. But we got to do a better job of finishing drives off and taking advantage when we do get the good field position of, of going in and scoring with it. What is that, execution or is that play calls? What is it scoring down into the red zone? I always, you know, I always tell the kids, you know, it all starts and stops with me. I, I got somehow come up with a better plan, uh, make things work, and call things at the right time. You know, I don't, I don't ever, you know, put it on anybody else but me. And and uh, you know, we just got to do a better job with that. Amen. Jeff, give us an idea of, of what's going on in the quarterback position, not only from a week of preparation, but what we we can expect to see between Ryan Agnew and Christian Chapman on Saturday against the Lobos. Yeah, I really feel that, you know, Christian has stepped up over the last two weeks. Looks, you know, looks like he's 100% to me. Obviously, he's been cleared to go. Uh, you know, we got a, a set plan, what that plan is. Obviously, we're not going to divulge all the way, but Christian will certainly get a chance to, to play there in the first half and, and uh, you know, see, see, you know, get him up against. But, you know, you got to remember he hadn't played in two months almost. So, you know, he's got some rust to get off and get up to game speed, seeing things, recognizing things, getting the ball out of his hands and, and being able to, uh, Hopefully not have to evade too many people. Hopefully we protect it, you know, good, and he doesn't have to run for his life back there or anything. But certainly want to give him an opportunity to get back up to, you know, to the competitive, you know, the high level that he can play at. And, and uh, you know, we'll kind of go through the first half like that and see how it plays out a little bit and then, you know, make those decisions as we move into the second half. Coach, what are you going to be looking for when he gets in the game? And I guess how can he earn more playing time? I think just, you know, consistency again, I think once he gets in there and gets back in the saddle, so to speak, and a chance, you know, to to make some throws, make some plays, make some checks and be able to get out and go on on certain things, you know, I think that will determine, you know, to see, hey, is this guy really full speed or is he still hindered a little bit and, and you know, how's he uh you know, getting back up to full speed. Jeff, how about that? The running backs are so great at San Diego State that a, a grad assistant who was a quarterback <laughs> is now a running backs coach in the NFL. Uh, what, what do you make of the opportunity that Ryan Lindley's gotten? Hey, man, I thought that was awesome. I mean, that's a fabulous opportunity. You know, Nick, knows, man, it's, Nick knows it's hard to get into the NFL, and, you know, this is maybe the back end of a deal, but you have a chance to get in there, get your feet in there. We all know it's a, you know, guys bounce around, and then I think that's a tremendous opportunity for him. Obviously, he made an impact with those guys when he was in Arizona with them that they – Really liked him and then thought he could develop into a good coach. So really excited for Ryan and uh, Lindsay, his wife. And, uh, you know, hopefully that parlays into a long-term deal. you have any advice for him on the way out? <laughs> tell him, hey, tell those backs, see the hole, hit it, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's don't what over, I would say. Over, Running backs coach, like, him, right? see don't the daylight. <laughs> Jeff, is it, a, is it an acai bowl Thursday for you, or does that only uh, happen on a Friday? That's only Friday. That's only Friday. We're in early on uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. You know, I heard I heard uh, Rocky say, and you know, he told us this yesterday on the Rocky Long Show that he got home uh, Saturday night. Well, he got in. I guess it would be Sunday morning. He got in at four a.m. and he was yep. back in the office at seven a.m. Is was what, what you had the same schedule? I'm assuming. What's that like? He beat me in. I wasn't in at seven. I know that uh, he's a little tougher than I am. I needed at least another hour of sleep. So. 
uh, you know, I think it's really hard, and not on the coaches. I, I'm so frustrated with the TV stuff. I think it's really hard on our players. You know, the players, the same thing. They get back in 3.30, 4 in the morning. Sundays, you know, they got to come back up here. They got, you know, schoolwork. They got studying. They got all kinds of stuff. And you do that over the course of a year, you know, just like this week. You know, it's 8.15 starting. You know, I know that's mountain time, but still, we won't be back till 3.30 or 4 in the morning. That's back-to-back week. It's almost like you lose a day. Like Sunday's kind of a – a blur and for the student athletes, for our players, you know, I think that's really a hindrance on them. And, you know, I'd, I'd be willing to go out on a limb and say, Hey, I, I wonder how many other teams, you know, we've had one day game. That's all we got. You know, and, and it's, you know, brutal, you know? Yeah. By the end of the season, that ends up wearing you out coach looking at New Mexico. It's a team on defense who gives up 35 and a half points a game on average against Fresno. They gave up 38 against Utah state. They gave up 61. What are you seeing on tape with this crew? You know, they're a high-pressure kind of defense or an odd front, much like we've seen over the last couple of weeks, uh, several weeks, actually. Uh, they like to heat up the, the offense, bring a lot of a lot of pressure, play a lot of man in the back end. You know, they got, uh, you know, some good players. I know they were playing, you know, better earlier, but, you know, they played Fresno and Utah State, you know, back-to-back weeks. We were both, you know, ranked in the top 25 right now, so they've had, a, you know, a couple of tough weeks to roll, but... They're sitting at three and six, so they know they have to win their remaining games to have any chance to go to a bowl. So you know, I think we'll get their their best shot on Saturday night. Coach Horton, thanks for the time and best of luck. We will be watching. All right, appreciate it. It's great being on with you guys as always. All right, thank you so much. Yep. Seven fifteen start time, five fifteen pregame, eight fifteen mountain time. But there you seven, go. Seven fifteen Pacific, taking on the Bob Davy led. Mm-hmm. New Mexico Lobos. How about that? All right, coming up next, we've got tickets to give away. Kiss tickets, but you got to go to sportsst.com, click on the Halloween link, and you will see a keyword there. You need to know the keyword, and it's Inspirational Thursday. And ahead of Arash Markazi coming on, how about Derek Rose dropping some inspiration yesterday? Going to the NBA for some inspiration next.